In his letter from Birmingham jail, uh, Martin Luther King talks about the difference between negative peace and positive peace. He says this, I must confess that over the past few years I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. These are tough words. Do we prefer a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, or do we prefer a positive peace, which is the presence of justice? Where all are welcome at the table, where we recognize our humanity in the other. These ten lepers were experiencing negative peace and they were in need of a balm of healing they needed reconciliation they needed to be brought back within the bounds of their society they needed to be desegregated and that's where Jesus finds them in this negative peace says that Jesus was walking in the area between Galilee and Samaria. He was walking in the in-between. He was walking between negative peace and positive peace. He was walking between divinity and humanity. He was walking between sin and reconciliation on that border between two people who hated each other. I don't know how much you know about the history of Samaria and uh, Judah and Galilee, but Samaria was the northern kingdom of Israel and it fell to the Assyrians a couple hundred years before uh, the southern kingdom uh, where Jerusalem was located. And ever since then, the Jewish people saw the Samaritans as less than. And their ethnicity set them apart. And even though they worshipped the same God, their ethnicity segregated them. And there was constant bickering and fighting between the two. And I imagine that 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 border between Galilee and Samaria was just rife with tension. I would imagine it's somewhat like the demilitarized zone in uh, North and South Korea. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of that, but, you know, they have to meet every day and they stay on their sides of the table and they sit and stare at one another and that room is just rife with tension. And it is into that tension that Jesus walks. To make matters more complicated, there was a Samaritan in the midst. They were on that border after all. 
And so of the ten lepers, there is a Samaritan who is doubly excluded. Not only is the Samaritan uh, full of this skin disease, but he's also not included in the religious realm of the Jewish people. So he was segregated by disease and by ethnicity. He was caught in between. This past month, we took our civil rights bus tour, and you heard about it a couple weeks ago. And they went to uh, Little Rock Central High School, where the Little Rock Nine were the first uh, black students to be integrated into the uh, Arkansas public school system. And I want to show you a picture real quick. This picture is of Elizabeth Eckford, who was on her way walking to school on those first days of desegregation in Arkansas. She was walking in the middle of that tension. She was standing in between two worlds. just trying to go to school. She was doubly excluded. You might see some of the faces there in the background. A woman there that you could see shouting at her. Her name is Hazel. This picture was taken in 1957. About six or seven years later, after hearing Martin Luther King speak, Hazel had a change of heart and realized the deep wrong that she had committed and been complicit in. Jesus walked in the in-between. Jesus walked in the middle of the tension. And Jesus calls us to do the same. This Samaritan, you can go ahead and take the picture down. This Samaritan, this excluded one, then goes on to show what faith is supposed to look like. Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priest. And so the uh, ten lepers start on their way. And as they're going, they realize that they've been made clean. And the Samaritan turns around and goes back to Jesus. Now, I think there's several reasons for this. And I, and I, I sometimes think that the other nine lepers get a bad rap. They were just doing what Jesus told them to do. Well, the Samaritan realized even if he did go to the priest's, he was going to have the door shut in his face because of his ethnic background. And so for whatever reason, he is the only one that comes back to Jesus and comes and shouts, there is a balm in Gilead. Thank you, Lord God, for my healing. And falls down at Jesus' feet and is praising God with a loud voice. And Jesus says, 
where are the other nine? Were there no others who thought to give praise to God and give thanks besides this foreigner? He highlights the fact that this Samaritan was excluded. This one who was not supposed to be a participant in the saving work of God shows what it means to be a participant in the saving work of God. This man, this Samaritan, was the example of faith. This man who could be represented by so many different people today were none thought did none think to give praise to God except for this Muslim did none think to give praise to God except for this refugee did none think to give praise to God except this immigrant this foreigner, these people who walk in the in-between, these people who are excluded, we are so divided. And God is calling us to healing and reconciliation. And the only way to do that is to walk in the in-between to those places where segregation and hurt and division Intention. Live. John Wesley was an expert at walking in the tension. He often brought different peeps, people, group, people groups together. Whether it was the Irish Catholics and the Protestants in England or other groups. He found ways to bring people together at the table. And he saw the positives on both sides. He saw that there was a shared humanity between us. And that on the border is not battleground, but common ground. That on the border, in the in-between, is not a battleground, it's common ground. That that is where we are to live. We are to be a people who live in the in-between, who live in the tension, who are able to hold things together, to be peacemakers. So a few years ago, on one of the first civil rights bus tours. Um, I wasn't a part of it, but it was the year right before I was a part of it. Um, they went to Little Rock Central High School. And one of the people on the trip, um, well, uh, let me say this first. The group got the chance to um, meet Minnie Jean Brown, who was one of the Little Rock Nine. And she talked with their group for an hour. And it was a completely chance encounter. Uh, she just happened to be there, and she gave them an hour of her time for free, and um, 
really encouraged the group. Well, after Minnie Jean was done, she started taking questions. And one of the women there raised her hand and said, I need to apologize to you. I was one of the people in the crowd that day, shouting. And I need to say sorry. And I need your forgiveness so that we can heal and be reconciled. And they had a moment where they hugged one another. And Minnie Jean, of course, expressed her forgiveness and her gratitude for the courage to stand up and admit. And that was a powerful experience for the whole group to see reconciliation and healing in action. And it meant they both had to relive that tension a little bit and live in that and to meet in that common ground where they recognized their shared humanity so that they could live the kingdom of God. So there is a balm in Gilead. That balm is Jesus. And we too are called to be the hands and feet of Christ. When we partake of communion, that's what we say. We say we are the hands and feet of Christ, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood, meant to be in ministry with each other and with the whole world. And so we are called to live in the in-between, to let go of our fears of the other and to work towards healing and reconciliation. We are called to walk in the in-between, to seek out those places of exclusion on the outskirts of the village. We are called to walk in the in-between with Jesus, the living balm of Gilead, and cry out for healing with those who are in pain, with those experiencing injustice, with the foreigner, with the outcast. We are called to be balm of Gilead. Amen?